What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 439 of the Smart Cut Moments Smack Talk Podcast Hot Tags of the Week, where we normally break down the current events, rumors, news, gossip, and everything else that's going on in the world of professional wrestling over the past few days. That's obviously what we're going to do here. Again, it's not just normally and we're switching it up. I don't know why I said that at the beginning of that. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing already? Yeah. Like... <laughs> it's what we normally do here, but this time, no, nah, this time we're going to make a... I don't know, model trains. <laughs> ah, I see. Never done that in my entire life. Don't plan on doing it in the future, nor making any kind of uh, ships inside of that. bottles and stuff. You're going to be one of those weird, like, you'll you'll get a Lego set and you'll do, like, a Lego Death Star. Legos are cool. Legos I'm cool with. See? Uh, I'm your host, as always, Danny Mango. <laughs> <laughs> me as always, as you just heard a second ago, it's Robert D. Fools. <laughs> Uh, I think I think we're already discovering the difference between an afternoon show and an evening show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's uh, what, about like eleven o'clock or something like that. Um, uh, it's not even that. It's not even eleven yet. Eh, close enough. It's uh, it's March fifty eighth, and uh, <laughs> we're continuing on here with our normal stuff. Hopefully you guys are doing all well out there in audience land. And if you there are there and you want to kind of join our side of the discussion and you want to leave a comment. Well, go ahead and do it. That's kind of the point. So drop a comment on the YouTube channel. It's over there uh, underneath the video itself where you should hit the like button on the video. Subscribe, obviously, if you have not done that already for this channel and uh, ring that little notification bell. But if you're on one of those other things like Spotify or Stitcher or whatever, obviously, thank you for checking us out there. Leave a little bit of a follow or a star rating or whatever they have on that kind of platform and head on over to that YouTube channel. Or if you don't want to do the whole YouTube side of things and you want to leave a comment anyway, go to the page on smartcatmoment.com. Send me a tweet at smartcatmoment or at Tony Mango. Tag Rob in it, too, if you want to us about anything in particular or just tell us your thoughts on something i don't know or ask us when the hot tags are or, <laughs> what, or what we think of Liv morgan's push <laughs> <laughs> well we're not gonna be angry about a push not we're not pulling a jr here just be like he's worried about their push worried about Liv morgan's push um yeah all right hot tags um let's get into this let's talk about the first thing that i have on this list at the very least WWE Ride Along Love and Smoke. It was uh, Otis and Mandy in one side and the Street Profits in the other one. Street Profits in a car, Otis and Mandy temporarily in a car, and then on a uh, horse carriage kind of situation. Did you get a chance to check this out? I did not. I did, will say this was the first episode of Ride Along I wanted to actually check out because Otis. Was it as good as I wanted it to be? Not really. Ah, I said that's unfortunate. Uh, the Street Profits thing was sort of them just being a little bit more reserved than normal, but still trying to keep up the energy a little bit. But you can tell they weren't really like as super into it. And uh, Otis and Mandy, for the most part, it was them on this uh, carriage ride and just being like, oh, people are looking at us. This is weird. It's <laughs> just like that over and over again. <laughs> I didn't want to be creepy, Mandy. So I yeah. called you Mandy Candy. <laughs> it's like, whoa. I, I like that the whole thing with Otis is Otis is creepy. And you I mean, know? He's just sort of like, oh, Otis. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like he's cute, right? Like, he's, he's not a creep. It seems like one of those uh, relationships you see in high school where people are just sort of like, no. And then you're like, eh, not really. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. Yeah. 
I say skip it for the most part. If you got the time and you want to check it out, go ahead and check it out. You're not missing anything. It's not like something that's like particularly awesome where honestly, I have no notes written down as far as like uh like funny things that were said or anything. So it's only a couple days ago and I don't remember almost anything about it. It's forgettable. Uh, that's, a, that's really unfortunate, man. I gotta tell you. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to trademarks. It seems like practically every week we've got something about trademarks on this, and now we've got a couple stories. One of them being that Matt Cardona. It's gonna be weird saying that. Uh, Zack Ryder. Can we still call him Zack Ryder for now? I like, think we're gonna have to. I think he's just gonna always be Zack Ryder. Well, until like, I usually get used to it when they're on TV with their new name. After a while, yeah. but some people I still don't. Like, I still tend to almost say Dean Ambrose. Really? Yeah. Sometimes I'll just be like, oh, you know, like, whatever like that, and uh, AEW champion Ambrose, and I'm like, he's not Ambrose. But he, he meaning Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona, has filed trademarks for Internet Champion. Okay. And Always Ready. Always with a Z. I said okay, like I wasn't aware of these things. I... In fact, reported them throughout the week. I I like this thing that all of a sudden, every time anybody trademarks anything, we got to jump on it. Like, it's good that wrestlers are owning their own property. You know, they should have probably been doing that a long time ago. Am I wrong? No, they there? definitely should have. Like, right? Like, this seems like they're the last to the dance here. I... That's just my take on it. But always ready. That's fine. I don't know how he got away with that trademark. It seems like somebody would have had that trademark by now. But it must be with the Z. But Internet Champion, you know, good. I'm glad he's bringing that back. He should. I don't know how he's going to really do it. But, I mean, he's got the belt. So. I'm assuming he gets a new belt made or at least a new center plate made. Yeah, he uh, he actually tweeted out that he... um. He's going to do something like that with Wildcat belts. They're, so, they made the first one. Yeah, so we're, I'm assuming, getting some kind of an updated design where instead of like the little Zack Ryder Z and R kind of logo, it'll be, that, the MNC. it'll be that new one that is kind of like a shaved head broski looking thing. Have you seen the new logo a little bit? No, I haven't seen that. It's it's same thing, kind of, but it's got the MNC and... The broski has like a bald head. Oh, so he shaved his head? I know he doesn't. He didn't shave his head yet. I don't see him doing that, but he's just using a skull design for some reason. Because hmm. he did. I think he tweeted out something about. Um, he was restoring his hair, which uh, that's interesting. With the razor? Or the little oh. shaver thing? Oh, no. I thought you were talking about the thing where he just has his head, his head inside the laser hair restoration thing. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, that's all, doing, all uh, over the place. He'll be doing a Q&A tomorrow on uh, Instagram. And by the way, I hate that. Everybody's gravitating towards Instagram, and I don't like that because you can't save those. So it makes like going back and looking for quotes very difficult. I just don't like Instagram. Just like at all. I'm not an <laughs> Instagram fan. That's fair. I like it better than Twitter, but not much. They're both like, I don't know. It just kind of seems like just do Facebook. 
I mean, like Facebook's got the option for quick tweets, uh, for longer posts, for images, for whatever. You know, you know oh, what's man. wild is that Braun the Braun Strowman, Jesus, the Barney Stinson thing of saying nobody cools on Facebook anymore was almost ten years ago. But like, I think that still holds true. That's what people try to say, right? All, only old people go on Facebook, or something like that. I think so, but. I established earlier that I'm an old man. I sneezed and my uh, my arms, my chest, and my knees hurt for like a Jesus good solid two minutes. So <laughs> between Jesus all God. the times I crack my back and just all these other things and, you know, I'm an old man already. I'll just, you know, guess I'll die. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> That's a meme. No, not 100% serious. Only like 80 uh <laughs> i guess my body's decrepit enough at this point I... hey you know how they say like uh 30s the new 20 or whatever yeah. it is oh 30 something's the new 80 somethings <laughs> these kids uh when they get off my lawn and yeah, everything that goes along with that we're talking about the trademarks that's where we're at <laughs> we got all totally sidetracked here <laughs> Uh, some other trademark information, though, is that apparently the revival, as part of their whole getting out of WWE earlier situation, gave up some of their trademarks. Now you know more about this than I do. What's that whole situation entailing? So the revival had trademarked, does it say yeah, no flips, just fists, and FTRKO, which I don't know how they thought they were keeping that last one. And I guess as part of their deal, they agreed to turn those trademarks over to WWE so they could go out of their contract without any extended, you know, no compete or whatever. Why even try with the FTRKO? The other ones, I mean, I don't even know how they would really be able to market that so much. Like, say yeah. yeah. If you had heard the, if you'd seen the thing that they had put out for Fear the Revolt, um, it had the little say yeah in the beginning, but it was like, you know, updated. Obviously, it's so weird that that's something that they want to kind of harp on because they never tried to make that something to get the crowd into it. I, I think they were never your baby faces. It's still strange. You would think that they would still try. Like the Viking Raiders, they turned heel and they were still trying to do the war thing. That's true. That's just like they didn't once be like, oh, you know, and if you're in like, uh, you, you know, you want to show your support for the revival or whatever, just say, yeah, like they never tried to do anything like that. And I don't know. Odd situation, but it's interesting that WWE would have been like, all right, we'll let you go if you give us those because they're not going to do anything with them either. You know? Yeah. Is WWE going to really have like a new tag team called Say Yeah? No, they're not going to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to they're going to have. The Forgotten Sons will just start saying, yeah, and be no flips <laughs> just this. Look at that tag team named uh, Brendan Vink and Shane Thorne. What is that, by the way? Well, we are going to get to that, right? Because I don't understand that at all. Well, they're uh, two of the members of the Mighty Don't Kneel. Wasn't the Mighty Don't Kneel Shane Thorne and the other guy? Nick Miller. Yeah. But they also had Vink and Bronson Reed. And I think one or two other people. 
Now, Bronson Reed, <laughs> that is a guy that I can get behind. Let me, uh, let me double check this. I'm pretty sure that there was maybe another one or two people from that. It was, um, okay, so it was Nick Miller, uh, Shane Thorne, Jonah Rock, who is Bronson Reed. What a Marsh, name. Martius or Marcius, I guess Martius, Martius Pitt, Damian Slater, Mikey Broderick, Slex, just S-L-E-X. Yeah, he works for Ring of Honor. And Hartley Jackson. I've never heard that name in my life. So Hartley Jackson. Uh, let's see. He also went by the names Brett James, Jacko Kerrigan, and Jag. Yeah, I don't know that guy either. Good old Jag. Good old Jag. So they got Jag and Slex and <laughs> all those names that everybody would know. But yeah, so Vink and Thorne, they are the new Mighty Don't Kneel TM61 pairing, which apparently somehow has MVP a part of it, but you know, <laughs> not everything has to make sense. But uh, I don't know. At the very least, one of the possibilities for a tag team name for Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, look at that transition, is Ooh. Two Fly. I thought, I thought they were going to be Two Fly Crew. Like Three Live Crew? Or like, oh, not, yeah. Or like, there, there's an actual, forgive me. There, what's the rap thing? Is it Two Live Crew? Two and Live Crew? And that's where they're going to be the two fly crew. Or uh, one of the other options could have been uh, two fly. Don't bother me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people are like, I don't even get it, but Hey, I'm an old man. So (laughs) I guess I'm just as old because I got it. I know, I know. Everybody hates me. Leave a comment below. <laughs> <laughs> I hate me too. Too fly, don't bother me. <laughs> That's a shirt. Uh, if, if you want that to be a shirt, check out the merchandise shop. See public and Redbubble. There you go. Transition. Smart up moment. Fanboys Anonymous. A mango tees. Pick up a shirt. Or uh, actually, pretty soon we're gonna get some um, some masks. I'm gonna try to figure out some designs for that. I'm gonna. Maybe get um, Caroline to help me. Maybe do some different masks and stuff. So, yeah, you got any mask ideas, too? Keep that in mind. You got to, like, okay, like, a mask that's just sort of the lower half of Kane's mask or, like, you know, maybe a mask. The Mankind one. The Mankind one. You know what I mean? Like, be on brand a little bit, but, you know, make it fun. Just make it something that makes no sense at all. And it's like, okay, you got the Kane one. You've got the Mankind one. And why is there one of William Regal? <laughs> he just kind of like, huh? He's a man. <laughs> wear, wear this mask. Such a mask. Wear. It's a real, <laughs> a real mask. Ah. A real man's mask. Uh, yeah, too fly. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that. But I, I was until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I still kind of like my ride or fly. But it's it's just as lame, so I can't even defend it all that much. I'll be honest, like I'm glad that they have droughts, especially Cedric. Like he could have easily been on the chopping block, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean I thought that for a little bit that he would go to AEW, but now that 
you know, wrestling's not even like a thing going on right now, then uh, it's not as easy. But at least they're doing something with them. And there's no confirmation about this either. Uh, this is just one of those rumors where it's like, oh, that might be their tag team name. And it's well, a talking man. point. Remember when they tried to get Air Boom off the ground? Yeah, I hated that. That was something. Air Boom, and then there was R Boom. Because it was like- R Truth and. Uh, I liked the idea that Kofi and Bourne would be a team, but, you know, air boom, just a little weird. Uh, what other hot tags we got going on here? Oh, let's talk about this one. Uh, video game talk. We were talking about this before, about the idea that they weren't going to do another 2K game this year in the traditional sense, at the very least. Like, no, WWE 2K21, but that they were going to have to do something else for uh, contractual obligations. And now that we've waited a couple days, we know the information about that. It is going to be WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which looks kind of like it's a combination of All-Stars mixed with like a mobile game mixed with DK mode from Goldeneye. (laughs) So, yes, the big head mode is very alive. And uh, so did you play All-Stars? Is that one of the last games that you played? I only played it for a moment or so at uh, at Daisy's. Okay. I have so many mixed feelings about this game. For starters, like, they say battle without limits, right? But you didn't show me anything that was, like, no limits. Oh, here's eight people on the screen battling, and, you know, we're flying all over the place. You showed me John Cena being fed to do a crocodile or an alligator and you showed me becky lynch and her hands glow and turn into fire because i guess she still got that straight fire even if she hasn't said that in a while um listen i'm skeptical i am and i would like for this game to be good and for it to just be off the walls fucking crazy but who really knows well, we were talking before about the idea that it'd be good for them to do like a Mortal Kombat type of game. And I guess this is sort of their way to do it without breaking that PG type thing. Because if you make it like, a, you know, like a, a fighting game, but it's cartoony, then it doesn't seem like it's like too violent. And I don't know. I mean, the footage it was pretty much like that pre-rendered footage, which a lot of video game things do that. It's like, oh, look at how great the graphics are for this thing that's basically just a computer generated model. Um, a couple of things of note, the WWE logo inside of the game is the old logo, and I don't know how or why they would be using those assets. Which, uh, which logo is it? It's the Scratch logo. Really? Yeah, like the, the promotional logo was good, but they use the Scratch logo elsewhere inside the game. Trying to find that. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? Why? I'm hoping it's just early and somebody fucked up. Like, that's really weird. It's really dumb. They've had this for how six long? years. Six years, yeah. Huh. And then, like, we have the ESRB rating, which suggests an electrified cage. That doesn't necessarily mean an electrified cage match. It just might be an environmental grapple type thing. We got confirmation that it'll be on Nintendo Switch, which is a first in three years. Google Stadia, if that's still a thing by the fall of 2020, it'll be released on that. 
we're um, cautiously opt- optimistic. I will say, I hope Alistair Black shoots occult symbols from <laughs> his fucking ass. <laughs> Well, yeah. so far, at least as far as the roster is, they've only announced the ones that have been on the trailer. It's Becky, Charlotte, Cena, The Rock, and Stone Cold. And Stone Cold wasn't featured in the trailer, but he's featured on the promotional material. Now, Tony, if you will indulge me going down a rabbit hole, and maybe you'll be different than an, another podcast host I've had. Does it annoy you that in 2020, to market anything, we've got to put Austin and The Rock even more so the idea that it's Cena, Austin, and The Rock are the three the three men's talents. That Becky and Charlotte are the two women's, but there's so that means that there's not a single one of the men's roster that they felt comfortable enough being the headliner. So what they're doing is they're doing what everybody else has started to agree with and say the only thing relevant about wrestling right now is the women. That's why today's women can be featured. And for anybody on the men's side, you got to go the other way. Which is weird because you would think that they would maybe do Becky, Charlotte, and like Roman. Like Roman or. And uh, maybe Bray Wyatt. Like Bray Wyatt. Him, like his character off. And then maybe like uh, Cena or The Rock, Undertaker, that kind of thing. Like It's like the ice cream sandwiches. I think it's Rock, Cena, Becky, Roman, right? Like you still, you have to promote The Rock. I like to me that's just actually I think it's it's Macho Man. I'm sorry, it's Macho Man, Cena, Becky, Roman. Like it's uh, what? Do you understand why that tweaks me? And I know, I know, I shouldn't let it get to me so much, but it really does. Like fuck, it's weird because it's like, well, you couldn't even put Brock. Yeah. it's just, I, I get, like, that they wouldn't be like, well, we're going to try to hinge the sales on Drew McIntyre because, yeah, he's not quite the man and whatever that kind of situation is. But, I mean, you got Roman. Like, you got plenty of other people. You got Braun. You got Wyatt, like we had said. Like, maybe one of them. But I guess they're going to try to, like, slow... Because when it's... Uh, the game's supposed to come out... In the fall, fall right? I think yeah. it'll still be the... The mid-October released it. So maybe their game plan is get people talking about it now. Who cares if it's just the older people? That's just the means to get you talking and whatever. Like, the, they know. People will talk more about it that way. And then over the course of the next couple of months, probably just every once in a while, hey, this one's also going to be in the game. This is whatever, just to kind of keep people talking about it here and there. I I care. I know they don't care about me, but I care, man. I it's just, it's so frustrating. You I'd know? be very curious if they end up saying that there's not a whole big roster, too. That would really hamper it, I think. If this is like, because All-Stars only had about like 10 people or so, right? Right. It was like Big Show, Andre, uh, Sheamus, Warrior. Because they were pairing, well, no. right, weren't they? All-Stars had about 20, I think, non-DLC. I think it was like I'm almost like they tried to match for each member of the roster. Let me see here. I'm gonna look that up now. We're gonna go down that rabbit hole too. <laughs> Join uh, us, was, children. Uh, let's see. WWE All Stars uh, roster. Okay, we've got Andre and Big Show. Uh, 
All right, this one, this list doesn't have the pairings. Who was Big Boss Man paired with? See, he was DLC. He wasn't in the real game. Uh, or the, okay. the, the initial game. I'm going to try to find a list that actually has, like, the, the comparisons. Because that was always something that was very interesting to me. Because I didn't think that, like, Seamus... I think Seamus was with Ultimate Warrior. And that yeah, was just, like... It was, it was Celtic War... It was Warrior versus Warrior. Oh, uh, Celtic Warrior. Okay, well, that makes a little bit more sense then. Wow, no websites seem to want to have the whole comparison. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can I can figure this out. Some of them at the very least make sense. I mean, like Andre and Big Show. Yeah, of course they're going to be in comparison. Like Kofi was within somebody in the game, I think. Uh, Ricky Steamboat, I believe. Which I believe, I've said I believe twice now, that uh, Kofi was, is often referred to as today's Ricky's teamboat because he just refuses to turn heel. Even though he was? Well, not at that point. Hmm. Um, okay, so it's Greatest Warrior, Ultimate Warrior versus Sheamus, Greatest High Flyer, Eddie versus Ray. You're pushing it there, but fine. Innovative offense, Ricky Steamboat, Kofi Kingston. Perfectly awesome. Two of the greatest narcissists in WWE history. Collide in a giant battle of egos. Mr. Perfect and The Miz. Greatest Big Man, obviously Andre and Big Show. Superior Lifestyle. Stunkle Steve Austin versus CM Punk. Excellence of Execution. Bret Hart versus Edge. Coldest Snake. I bet you don't Cold have... Coldest Snake. Yeah, Jake versus Snake and... Randy. Uh, ugh, that's a stretch. <laughs> uh, Stars and Stripes Showdown. Uh, Slaughter versus Swagger. Biggest Superstar, which is Hogan and Cena. Most Charismatic. This is a stretch. Randy Savage versus John Morrison. Yeah, uh, I don't get that one. I'm a big fan of John Morrison, but no. Ruthless Aggression. Uh, Jimmy Stucco versus Kane. Okay. Um, what? <laughs> Snooka and Kane? Yeah. Well, let's read the description. These all-stars fight with ruthless aggression that sparks fear in their opponents' hearts. Oh, that's stupid. Uh, it's it's awkward, too, given the uh, recent documentary about Jimmy Stucka. Um, if anything, I would think Jake Roberts and Kane. Here's, here's an interesting lazy one. Undisputed. Only few have ever held the Undisputed Championship. Who is the greatest? The Rock versus Hunter. Mm. Uh, Pride of Scotland. Obviously, uh, McIntyre and Piper, even though Piper is Canadian, never mind. Uh, Mr. WrestleMania, who is the greatest main eventer in WWE? Who deserves the title of Mr. WrestleMania? Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Uh, they're the same era, so that's that's weird. Yeah, yeah, but Shawn had retired at that point. You see, you, for... so why not switch? I mean, there's not much to, to do with Savage and Punk, but at least there's like. He was kind of like, you know, the, the stars and stuff like that. So he goes, Savage yeah, and Punk. He hadn't, he hadn't started doing that yet. Uh, Unless you're talking about that. Like, he hadn't started the Savage stuff until after Savage died, which was shortly after this game was released. Because Savage actually filmed a commercial for this game. It was the last thing he did. Well, this How long ago was this? This was like 20... This was... This game came out in 20, uh, I want to say 11, early 11. Oh, yeah. But... 
Yeah. Now, it took them this long to get to a point where they're doing a game that's like that. Yeah, March 29th of 11. Okay. It took them nine years, and I guess they're kind of learning from that a little bit, but they didn't learn enough to change the logo to something that's been six years ago in the background. I don't know. And I like this art style a lot more than the current art style. Yeah, I'm not digging this whole Battlegrounds thing, but at the same time... Maybe it'll be kind of fun. It's not going to be for me anyway. So ultimately, I don't really care too much. But I'm I just looking good. For it. I hope uh, I, I really do hope that it's fun and that it's a different take on the game. And I hope that next year's game learns from a lot of their mistakes and it plays off well. So let's move on to uh, well, this one sucks, but let's talk about it. We got some more releases. Um, Gerald Briscoe is technically furloughed, not released because he's, you know, he's not like a, a talent contract. He's a part of the office and he does talent scouts and uh, that kind of stuff. Mr. Mac, man. Yeah. Briscoe uh, has clarified. He he's more, more than likely going to be brought back as soon as they can. Yeah. You can't really have a talent scout that can't scout talent because nothing can happen. So makes sense. Um, they also released Kane Velasquez. Amazing. So they made a big deal about signing him. He had his, what, a minute and a half long match, maybe? Yep. While he was injured. And then promptly didn't really do anything else. So I think he wrestled on like some house show, like Mexico or so. He had the one match with Brock. He appeared at two SmackDowns, one Raw. And did a Mexican house show. And then said he would be in the Royal Rumble. And then wasn't. Which, thank God, because Tony insisted that he would win <laughs> the Royal Rumble. How you, hold on, how do you feel about that, Tony? Your Royal Rumble prediction is no longer with the company. Yeah, well, hey, I'm glad he didn't win. Uh, <laughs> okay. It's kind of making me feel like... Maybe WWE signed him to a contract that they were like, well, this isn't really worth it. And yeah. um, I'm not all that upset about it. Like, I'm, I'm not a, an MMA fan as it is to to be like, oh, you know, I've watched all these fights and stuff like that. So a name like Cain Velasquez is just a name to me. The same as like uh, Tyson Fury or uh, Conor McGregor or like, you know, any of these types of names. They're in boxing. They're in football. They're in basketball, whatever. They're just other people. So... I didn't get anything out of uh, Cain Velasquez that I was like, oh, no, this guy, like, he should have been this great thing or something. Eh, whatever. They did the Brock thing. That's it. What else were they going to do? You know? They could have done more. They could have done, done Lashley. Oh. Wasn't, that, wasn't that a rumored match for Mania for a minute? No. The fact that they never pushed the whole Lashley thing makes me think that they're just never going to. Why? Why? I don't understand why. I don't know, but did you see that video that, uh, yeah, I wanted to <laughs> Yeah, there's a video out there of um, Lashley getting some kind of like a spinal adjustment type of thing. It's like a chiropractor. And uh, in the video, there's, like, you know, multiple things. Like, you know, he's cracking his neck. He's like uh, trying to mess up with like, uh, not mess up. He's trying to do the opposite of messing up. He's trying to fix his, um, like his thigh and like uh, his hip is like slightly off, whatever like that. But one of the techniques this guy's got is he's got like this like hammer and chisel looking thing. And he's just sort of like ramming it up his ass. <laughs> I don't yeah. understand how this works. Cause I get like when he's doing it on the shoulder, 
it still doesn't make any sense to me. But at least in that well, fashion, you, well, like, you're realigning the tailbone, I believe. But the best thing was that Russo, Rob <laughs> Russo, Russo tweeted, "This is why I'm not worried." Yeah, it's just. When I was like, oh, let me click on this thing. What's Rusev tweeting about? Whatever. And I see that. I'm like, I got to watch this video for a little bit more context. And uh, I watched, like, skipping forward here and there, I watched a good portion of it. And I watched it uh, with Caroline. And we're both just like, I don't know what this is supposed to be doing. (laughs) I don't think I've ever seen a chiropractor be like, and then I take this, like, hammer and chisel looking thing. And I've like put it right on your butthole and it's like (laughs) i don't know how that works at the same time as like you know if my like left shoulder hurts i I don't think i'm doing anything crazy with a like a i don't know bone saw or something (laughs) like it's just we're just adding random tools here and random spots i don't know check it out so uh, I just sent you as far as see it or skip it. Uh, see it. <laughs> I just sent you a clip from it where Lashley has the biggest existential crisis when this man suggests that he could be in WWE for seven more years. Oh, let me see. More years. Is. <laughs> yeah, the look on his face is just sort of, huh? <laughs> Don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> the smile that just creeps across his face like yeah seven right like uh more like seven months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh what else are we talking about here oh and uh, we're talking about the releases of course and this is the other one that's uh arguably a bigger one but maybe not depending on what your point of view is uh you know, the bigger name as far as like the contract goes i'm sure is kane velasquez but the bigger story in my mind uh curtis axel got released and weird enough bo dallas didn't so it wasn't like they just released both of the b team they singled out curtis axel yeah well if you believe rumor they're giving a release to anybody that wants it so maybe curtis was like let me go home (laughs) like you know what I want to see is how many people are left from the quote-unquote... Remember the hashtag, not Saudi 20? Oh, yeah. How many people are left? Hmm. Because Harper left. Murphy is still there. Mur- Anderson left. So Murphy's still there. I think Axel was one of them, right? Heath Slater was one of them, I think. So it's just like some internal list of like... I, I think they really got rid of people who wanted to go. Who either wanted to go or they could tell were unhappy. Because Tanara yeah. flat out said she wanted to be released months ago. Diana uh, now, even more so, is like Diana <laughs> is just like, yeah, I, I thought I should have been doing more. That's putting it lightly. Um I think they just released people who wanted to go. I can think that that holds for everybody but Hawkins and Ryder. I don't know, though, because it's weird. Like, Cody's talked a lot about the whole Zack Ryder thing. Maybe they did want to go. Yeah, but Kurt Hawkins also has a pregnant wife. I can't imagine that he was like, yeah, I want to get released right now. But, you know, maybe they expressed those concerns before this whole pandemic. And maybe that's what's biting a lot of people in the ass. Maybe it's the type of thing where... Like in January, 
when none of this was like even talked about. They were sitting there going, well, I don't know if I want to stick around after WrestleMania. AEW want, might want to pick me up. And WWE is like, please don't go. Please don't go. And then now the WWE is looking for people to release to go, hey, by the way, about that whole thing. You know, <laughs> about you wanting to go. Yeah. Well, now I we're think... going to we're going to be gracious and we're going to let <laughs> you go because we want you to spread your wings and whatever. And you get to just wrestle anywhere you want in a time frame where you can't, <laughs> you know, like. Um, I definitely think Zack Ryder goes to AEW. We can talk about that real quick. Cody did an Instagram Live Q&A where he basically said, I, I don't want AEW to turn into all friends wrestling. Even though he's saying, you know, I was only kidding when I said that. I think Zack Ryder ends up in AEW. Um, Kurt Hawkins, sure, why not? You know, I think he's a guy who should have been able to do more throughout his career. Um, what about Slater, do you think? He Cody flat out said no. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> uh, Cody was just like, yeah, for a uh, nope, not Slater. And you know, you can't hire everybody. Let Slater go to the NWA. I'm sure he gets super over. He strikes me as more of an impact guy, oddly enough. If he goes to impact, I feel like he'll never do anything. I feel I feel like the the vignettes and stuff the NWA can do with him can get him over. You and know? He just goes as uh, Heath Miller? Yeah. it's they, they, they have its Miller time trademarked, right? Uh, I no idea. Because if they don't, he really he should get on that. I don't think he uh, can with the beer. I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if they don't have it trademarked, he should jump on that. Maybe he does Heath Miller time. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would, that would be good. There you go, Heath. There you go. Put it, put it on a shirt. Speak, set it on a speaking of that, on. I don't know if we're transitioning into the show talk yet per se, and we should save the uh, update on the coronavirus for the main event. But I, what do you think about this Drake Maverick shit? We talked about it a little bit last week, but now yeah, but it gets the, weirder every week. Yeah, now he's won one of the matches. And then he flat out cut a promo saying, I ain't leaving. I Well, he did the Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't effing leaving. Except he said freaking and not fucking. Now that's just a, a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 thing, too. <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't like it, but I like it. Like, if this ends with him being re-signed, then it's cool. If it ends with him just being fired and that's the end of it, then I don't like it. Then I don't like it either. Yeah, it's... It's rough. I think I think he should win. I, I really too. do. Like, if you've got him for 90 days, and Florida's opening up Monday, and you can get Devlin in Florida within 90 days, let Rockstar, let, let Drake Maverick win it, and then lose it to Devlin, and then go away graciously. But, like, he got to be a champion. At the very least. Um, the Curtis Axel thing, I, like, I'm going to go back to that a little bit because here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I think that Axel is past his prime to be able to get anything great out of his career. I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but I don't get the feeling that he's going to be one of those guys that it's like, well, he didn't tap into this, so now that he's gone everything's going to start turning up Millhouse. 
I love that line. Um, (laughs) I just said it like without even thinking about it. It's just a regular thing now. Um, uh, You know what I mean, though? Like I, somebody like even like a Zack Ryder, I kind of feel like maybe, even though he's not, uh, you know, twenty two years old or anything like that, I feel like he's young enough that if he goes to NAEW, they could push him, and he could potentially go back to WWE or whatever the case may be, and be the type of guy that they're like, oh, maybe we'll, you know, maybe he'll pull like a Christian, essentially. How old is he? Is uh, Heath Slater? Uh, Curtis Axel. I think he's maybe like late thirties. Let me double check about that. Uh, Curtis Axel. Let's just go with. Um, so he is. Oh, he's forty. Uh. Yeah. You know what though? I mean, forty is the new. Uh... <laughs> Rick Flair was stealing the show at forty. Zack Ryder, for uh, reference, is 34. Heath Slater is 36. That's huh. what Kurt Hawkins is. Kurt Hawkins is... So Zack Ryder is 34? Yeah. Really? He's still that young? Drake Maverick's 37. Wow. He's older than I thought. So, it's weird because... I mean, Joe Hennig... Being the son of Mr. Perfect, you assume that he's going to be as good, if not better. And, I mean, let's be honest, he didn't pan out his career the same way. But he did find a, a good little niche as far as being, like, enhancement talent. And there's only so much you can do with that. But I can't picture him going to, like, say, MLW, being some, like, world champion that people take super, super seriously. And he comes back to WWE and he's a main eventer. It's not happening. I feel like NWA might be a good start for him, but I hope that he, I said this on Twitter. I really hope he stays in wrestling and he kicks ass and he proves people wrong. We didn't really do like a full on who should go where type of thing before, but Axel. Yeah. NWA. For starters, at least. Uh, Slater, I for some reason keep thinking Impact. Slater, I go NWA. Ryder, I'm thinking AEW. Yeah. Hawkins, I'm not, though. Hawkins, I think MLW or just kind of bouncing around. I think he winds up long-term in in AEW, though. Just kind of like like the Friends thing? As another pseudo-trainer, too, because he's got the... The creative pro school in New York, the train MJF, and oh, uh, he's got I, a connection with that. Okay, yeah, he 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 uh, started it. I mean, with uh, MJF. Yeah, he trained him. Yeah, I didn't know that they had a connection, huh? Um, so I definitely think Hawkins will end up long term in AEW. Uh, somebody like Diana, she's going to AEW. She said AEW, and if not AEW, Impact. Hmm. What are some other names we could just toss out while we're doing that? Uh, MJ Jenkins wants to go to AEW. I think if she makes it there, she'll be on Dark a lot of the time. Yeah, she could follow in, like, Big Swole. It's uh, footsteps. Yep. EC3, uh, I don't know about that. Impact. Okay, EC3, the door's wide open. I think yeah. he gets... I think he gets his choice. Um, Leo Rush. AEW. 
you know what? I don't know. He's got that history with Janela, and Janela ain't doing shit. They need to make each other on a grand scale. He wouldn't shock me if Leo Rush was uh, was Impact. It's definitely possible. We know that Anderson and Gallows are New Japan. <laughs> um, or AEW, or both. Could be maybe both. they they get one of those dual contracts. Yeah. Uh, Eric Young. If he goes anywhere, it's Impact or NWA. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as an AEW guy. Um, all the producers, they're all just going to sit back and relax and wait. Uh, I don't think that Aiden English will really go anywhere. He's got like a, like a beer he's line gonna or just something, do his, right? He's just going to do his uh, whiskey review podcast or whatever. Whiskey. Yeah, you know, like he'll just review whiskey for the rest of his life. Might do that. I would like to see him go more into the uh, like the announcing things. That'd be kind of cool. Eric Rowan would be a steal. Has to be in the Dark Order. I'm sorry. I know people are like, give them originality, but like, no, just go with Harper. You two belong together. You're like wrestling soulmates. <laughs> just go be with Harper. What uh? What names did he used to use? I have no clue. I don't know anything about Eric Rowan. Let's look that up. He's... Oh, wow. Okay, he can't use that name. Thorroof Marius. <laughs> Was that the name that you said he can't use? Yeah, Thorroof. T-H-R-O-U-F. And then M-A-R-I-U-S. <laughs> the roof. The roof. The roof Marius. <laughs> I just, I think the roof is on fire. I think that, I think that rent itself, we should just go straight there. Well, his real name is Joseph Rude, R-U-U-D, R-U-U-D. So maybe I'll just go with Joe Rude. Um, Sarah Logan, I think, might still be hired from WWE. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Maria Kanellis. Who knows? New Japan. Wherever AEW, they want. You know. Impact, Ring of Honor, one of those two. We all know the clones, where they're going. Uh, <laughs> where they've been. Yeah, where they've been, they're going to stay, more so than where they're going. And uh, I think the only other one is uh, No Way Jose. Oh, we're Rusev, too. Uh, so No Way Jose and Rusev are... No Way Jose, I think, bounces around. Somebody said, I don't remember who, was like, put a lot of stock in this guy, but I don't see it. As far as Rusev, I honestly think he leaves. He just does acting for a little bit. Wouldn't shock me. Oh, and the, well, there's like Tanara Kanchi and Kashizono and all that. Tanara Kanchi said she wants to go to Japan and do stuff in Japan. I think she does the indies until she gets a break in Japan. Oh, no. Uh, uh, yeah, so... I mean... Oh, no, in, in MLW. I mean this when I say this. The motherfucker should have been a world champion, or at least an intercontinental champion, or at least on the main roster at some point 10 years ago, let alone in this last run. I think Ono just bounces around from Ring of Honor to IWA to, to the usual indies that Ono would be going to anyway. I can't forget and, about Ring of Honor. <laughs> well, that's okay. They just canceled all their events through June. Through the, they had already canceled their events through May, and now the rest of June is canceled. 
Hmm. Yeah, so I guess we'll see. But Axel is somebody who I was not expecting to to hear about because I figured not only was there a report that no more main roster releases would happen, which I mean, obviously that's not the case, but I also just figured if they were going to release people, they would have kept them in that same group and not just one extra person here and there. And even more so, not even uh, to release Bo Dallas, too. Who knows? Maybe that's coming. So that is one of those other things. Uh, very quickly before we move on to the next hot tag, let me just toss out a quick plug. Patreon is something that I plug all the time now because it's a thing. So patreon.com slash smartoutmoment or slash Fanboys Anonymous, if you want to support that site, which if you don't know what that is, by the way, it is my geek culture website where you will find posts about movies and TV shows and comic books and superheroes, video games, and anything else on that spectrum with the uh, most recent thing being my thing that I've been working on here and there, chipping away at the seven ingredients to make a perfect James Bond film. Check that out if you're interested. But if you want more from us in any fashion on either of those websites, and you want to help uh, grease the wheels a little bit, then consider donating at least a dollar or more. It depends on what spare change you've got. But even a dollar goes a long way. And if you have any interest in the Patreon-exclusive episodes, the $10 and up tiers give you access to those. And there's also Pick Your Poison, which is something where you can request some sort of special feature or gimmick or podcast or whatever it is that you want us to do that, we don't necessarily get around to doing. So, you know, if you're like, man, I really want to watch these guys, uh, or more so listen to these guys, uh, talk about a particular movie or do like a fan tracks or watch a match or, you know, do a, another retain repackage release or, you know, anything like that and bring that back. Uh, then, you know, Hey, Patreon's out there. So something to keep in mind, but let's move on here to, uh, Rumors that I don't know if I believe in, 100%. Yes, aliens exist. I mean, I already knew that. (laughs) You see some of the people that walk around in Walmart? Yeah. Um, But (laughs) WWE rumors of uh, selling the company have popped back up again. And now there's one going around that they may sell the company and the network and all the assets and all that stuff by mid-May, which we're in May now. It's May 1st. Um, to ESPN or Fox? First of all, nothing is off limits in 2020. I want to get that just off my chest. Nothing is off limits. So if this does happen, I'm not surprised. That being said, I just, I can't fathom, even in a coronavirus world, in a Trump world, I can't fathom a world where Vince McMahon doesn't own the WWE or somebody in the McMahon family doesn't own the WWE. I don't think it's happening. I don't think he would have gone through all this effort just to sell it. I think that if there even are discussions, it's just a means to drive up the stock. It's the sort of thing where it's like... um. You know how, like, they say, I don't know if there's any, like, uh, truth to the matter or if there's, like, you know, statistics behind it, but it's the whole idea of, like, on that Seinfeld episode where George put on the wedding ring and suddenly a whole bunch of people wanted to date him that weren't interested before because it was like, well, if somebody else wanted him, then he must be, um, 
you know, somebody to to want to be with. And if you drive up a lot of interest in something, then the more things are popular, the more popular they become, you know. Why is this the most popular TV show? Well, people must like it, so let me tune in. Like that kind of thing. Maybe this is one of those things where it's like, hey, let's put out some information there that WWE is, is so sought after that ESPN might want to buy it and Fox might want to buy it. And then people go, I want to buy that stock in WWE because they might sell that to Disney. You know what I mean? Ha- okay. I, I'm going to say no, I don't see it ever happening. I, I get where you're going with it. But I also, Vince talks a lot about we have interest from majors. And the bottom fell out because of coronavirus. What if he was gonna sell? I just can't picture it. Well, what the fuck would we do? Like, what? I mean, I, I would assume that a lot of the things would probably stay the same, and then eventually things would change. Of course. How could it stay the same when everything we know says Vince McMahon dictates everything? might be one of those weird situations where it's like they sell it, but they want Vince to still be the controlling person. And it's just that somebody else owns it. They get all the profit, you know? Also, it's a huge slap in the face to Hunter and Steph and Shane. Yeah, that's true. If it's sort of like, well, it's about time for me to go. Remember how I set you up uh, taking this all? Well, nope, never mind. Yep. I don't think it's happening. I think it's just a means to drive up the stock or it's just a total BS report. But, you know, hey, tomorrow we can wake up to news that uh, Rupert Murdoch owns it or something. Or that the Earth has been sold to the aliens. Could be. I, for one, welcome our alien overlords. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Ten points if you get the reference out there. Anybody leave a comment below. Uh, what else we got? Um, well, we're talking about the idea of like a uh, potential stupid government type things and announcements and all that other kind of stuff. Let's talk about this. Apparently, we might have fans attending shows soon. How much a fucking mistake is this going to be? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I live in Florida. Florida man says that maybe June or July. And then a report comes out today that says, no, no, 25% of people could be in sporting events as soon as Monday. And then a report comes out that says, no, you fucking idiots. That's not what we meant. It's just absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. Like, the one of the reports I was reading was like, I, I think it was supposed to, it, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. I didn't dive too deep into it because I was just like, this is ridiculous. But the one thing was a, a saying that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis was trying to say that maybe something could be like 25 to 50 percent capacity or so. Yep. He was trying to argue that Daly's place has like a 5,500 capacity or so. So, hey, maybe we could get like a thousand something people into Daly's place for AEW. And it's like, well, wow, that's really dumb. <laughs> that's just yeah. dumb. You don't go from, hey, even if you're like living with somebody, you might want to stay six feet apart to... I don't know, a thousand people. <laughs> it's just like, no, you don't. Right. Like, maybe we could talk about that in June. Maybe we could talk about that in July. I'm assuming SummerSlam is the earliest, but. And I'm assuming that even then it happens here. 
Probably, yeah. I said that like I assume everybody knows where I live, but I assume it happens in Florida. Yeah, I kind of picture that that's going to be one of those things that's just like, well, how about we do a SummerSlam in maybe even the Performance Center, maybe elsewhere. Maybe they, they do rent out an arena or something. The thing but... is, like, I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Otherwise, I'd just be like, hell yeah. If I got, I mean, as a fan, ignoring coronavirus for a second, like the rest of Florida, as a fan, hell yeah, I would love to go to a show and, like, have an intimate show where like edge is right there you know or randy orton's right there like that'd be kind of cool too bad there's this freaking virus thing we got to deal with and that's the other thing too is even if we did get to a point anytime real soon the further away that this is uh from the original like quarantine type orders the more likely people will actually show up to things but if a week from now if they try to throw people in there Oh, then again, they're stupid people. They're going to do it. Never mind. Well, don't you live in a state where, um, aren't they protesting in your state? If they are, I haven't been paying any attention to it. Well, God bless you for that. Cause I, I, it seems like I can't look away from the train wreck. Um, uh, I'm, I'm trying to ignore as much of this kind of things as possible. Unless it applies to, uh, to me specifically. Screw it. I mean, that's a wonderful take. I wish I could take it, but I'm just, like, watching a lot of this and seeing a lot of the protest and talking to a lot of my friends who are just absolutely fucking stir-crazy and they want out, and I just wonder if maybe we're underestimating how much people want out. Maybe they do fill this shit up quick. Practically every day on Twitter, there's some kind of, like, end the lockdown thing, so... You know, yeah, there's going to be some idiots that are just kind of like, whoa, I want to go see wrestling. You know, then... <laughs> what do you see in your own circles, like your friends and things like that? Not a whole right. lot of people that are very much like, I got to get out of the house type things and I want this to end. But a lot of people that are just sort of like, man, I can't wait until this ends, which is a much more reasonable perspective. But there's a couple people and not to play too political, but they're all exactly the same people that do the whole you're not going to take my guns away and like that kind of stuff. And those are the ones that are the ones saying, well, you got to end this soon. Like, you know, that, that kind of so thing. So can we agree that it's a bunch of people, who, you know what? Maybe this is better off for a dark cast. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people who think that they're right. Just, just great. <laughs> uh, I don't think we're getting fans attending shows next week, but it's a report going out there. So who knows? Maybe we're going to get the whole WWE is live from the performance center. And here's 50 people in the crowd or yeah, I don't know. Did you see the uh, Jeopardy question? That's a fun little hot tag that has, w- that has <laughs> WWE in the name. Uh, what was it? I think it was. Oh, let me get it right. It references No Way Jose, actually. <laughs> they recently what? fired. Yeah, they recently fired No Way Jose. Um, Why is he me... popping up on a Jeopardy question? Uh, because the question is something like, what is the first W in WWE that ensures Kofi Kingston and No Way Jose are perfectly fine to wrestle here? What? <laughs> Why would they I... pick those two? 
Hold on. So let me let me get the actual question. Yes, the first W. Okay, the first W in WWE. Where did Kofi Kingston and No Way Jose wrestle with issues? That's so uh, strange. Wrestle with issues. Oh wait, that's a weird question. Why would it be No Way Jose that they would pick instead yeah. of like, oh, we're Brock Lesnar and so and so? Like, I I think first of all, No Way Jose is a great name. It's a it's a ridiculous name, but it, like to the outside world, that's exactly what wrestling is. That's true. I'm No Way Jose. <laughs> I'm you know. No Way Jose, and I'm the Trash Man, and like, yeah. Yeah. and I'm Mr. America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm the Wiz. <laughs> and I'm awesome. Yeah, and I'm the Miz, and nobody beats me. <laughs> I should have just combined them. Uh, no, I didn't see the Jeopardy thing. I should have. I would have gotten number eight at the very least. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's go to our final hot tag here while we're at it. Um. We talked about releases. We talked about uh. You know, video game stuff and trademarks and all that. But let's talk about the shows. Um. We've had NXT, WWE's uh, SmackDown. We had Monday Night Raw, AEW Dynamite, Dark. Uh, this week, NXT UK decided to air some of the matches that they hadn't aired before for some reason. I didn't even bother watching it. 205 Live was another episode of the matches that made me. It was based on uh, the Singh Brothers, so not really. This is a clip show kind of thing with that, too. Uh, the main event was just two things. So, um, Further drives home the point to me that they've got some sort of a deal with Hulu where it's just sort of give us content. And WWE's like, all right, well, we're going to do the bare minimum that we could possibly do. And they're still filming for that, but they aren't filming for two or five lives. So goes to show, but let's, uh, let's go talk about dynamite. We have now set the TNT championship tournament finals. It's Cody against Lance Archer. So I yeah. think that I got my, uh, I think I got my bracket, right? And look at that. We, we didn't even know who they were when we put the bracket together. <laughs> Uh, Brody Lee beat Marco Stunt. Sean Spears beat Baron Black. He's using the uh, sharpshooter now. And he got, got permission. permission from Brett. Yeah. How dumb is that for Sean Spears to get permission? To have to get permission. It's uh, the f- who doesn't use the fucking sharpshooter? Well, we know Cesaro does. The Rock did. The Young Bucks do. You think they got permission? I laid out it, but then again, they also do the super kick. So. Um, permission for Sean. Well, at this point, yeah, you would have to. I'm not even sure you'd have to ask Sean anymore. It's just, yeah, everybody does a super kick. It's like a punch. DDT as well with uh, Jake the Snake. Yeah, that one's always weird to me because that just became like a move that people did. And when do you decide that, hey, that's not enough to put a guy away? I guess it's the opposite of when people decided. Closed lines are now finishers. Hmm. A couple of people did it. Ryback had that as a finisher for a little bit. Brody Lee, I think that's uh, his finisher now, right? That's finisher, yeah. JBL. Um, Best Friends beat Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian. Wardlow beat Musa. What do you think about Wardlow? Jury's eh, out, but seems like he's got something. 
Fair enough. That uh, uh, beginning of his theme gets stuck in my head. How does it go? It's like the this is war, and it's just like the way that it is gets stuck in my head. I can't replicate it because it's like some kind of weird reverberation kind of thing. I'm not. I'm not loving the AEW themes yet. Maybe yeah. I need a little more time with them. Most of them are kind of bland. Sean Spears has a great one. Yeah, Josiah Williams is on point with that. Uh, Britt Baker had a promo talking about how she's a role model and Tony Schiavone has got a snaggle tooth and is fat. Shouldn't wear glasses. Weird promo for 2020. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of that one. Weird promo for 2020. Flat out said, hey, listen, if you're fat, stop it and suck it in. Like, weird promo. I did like MJF's where now he's healed so much from his injured hangnail and came from back from the brink of death, but he nicked himself while shaving. I love it. Yeah, that was great. Bubbly Bunch did a little parody of the Don't Rush Challenge. It was, it was kind of funny. What the hell was that? Like, you got Lou Ferrigno in there. You got Jay and Silent Bob. Uh, Vicky Guerrero. It's like, wow. But way to just show off, Chris, with the I Know Everybody. Yeah. Uh, any other talking points from Dynamite? Uh, yeah, the Dustin Rhodes match was way too fucking long. Yeah, I skipped most of it. To be honest, yeah, it was way too long. Um, no, that's it. So let's go with uh, let's go back to NXT. Same night as that. Swerve Scott beats uh, Phantasma. Phantasma had to fight off those two masked men again. I'm more convinced that he's going to take out the mask and just be the guy. Might be. Uh, Candice LeRae and her new heel persona beat Casey Catanzaro. And Johnny Gargano said that uh, Candice LeRae's uh, kick is a good method of birth control. So <laughs> Okay, okay, because he kicked... She kicked uh, Champa in the dick. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, now I get it. I was just so confused about that until you just said that. <laughs> I was like, you got me for five seconds, and then I had to go, okay, she kicks people in the dick. Like, Now, that makes a lot more sense. That's less of a talking point now. <laughs> they had the parody I, I, I of the newlywed to... game. I like the idea that that they're letting Johnny just be like so in love with her, and he's just like, "Yeah, look at my wife. She's doing the thing." I like the idea that they're finally gonna go all in with them being the champions. Although, with the rise of new heels, I'm really beginning to wonder if by the time we get to a point of okay, everybody can go back to normal, if the undisputed era just go. Over to Raw or SmackDown. I think that they will. And uh, that's that's definitely a talking point because they advertised that Velveteen Dream is getting his title shot next week. So, no would, like uh, faltering on that whole story. Would be a really lame win for Dream, who's such a fan favorite, to win in front of nobody. And shitty for Adam Cole to lose and leave NXT in front of nobody. You know? At least you're not getting booze because of people cheering for Cole. That's true. 
and you're not getting people chanting other things at Velveteen yeah, Dream. That's true. Um, I, I will say nothing's come of that situation. I think it's more than fair to suggest that it was something not legitimate. Yeah, could very well have been a hacker, like what some reports were saying. But we don't know. So, eh, who knows? We'll figure that out a little bit later, I'm sure, in some fashion. We had uh, the Newly Bros show. It was kind of funny. Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. They got attacked by Imperium. Threesome on a washer. <laughs> kind of reminded me of the whole thing with Derek Bateman and Daniel Bryan. When it was like chicks in America. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. So, I like they're, that. They're a good comedy pair. Riddle is very good. Yeah, Riddle's great. Um, Charlotte Flair beat Mia Yim. I don't understand why they did this whole Mia Yim thing. She be, like put over the idea of Mia Yim only to beat her in a non-title match. And I don't know. It's, I, I hate this whole Charlotte Flair being champion thing. She just wanted the match with Mia Yim because Mia Yim had her first ever match in front of people. So she wanted to like do the match. Dexter Loomis beat uh, Shane Thorne by submission. He's he's a baby face, I guess. And he's Shane Thorne's a member of Raw. Yeah, even weirder. And we already mentioned uh, Drake Maverick beat Tony Nese. Uh Keith Lee retained the North American title over uh, Damian Priest. So I liked this episode. I thought it was pretty good. So with Priest being a consistent loser on NXT, he's going to go over to Raw and like be champion immediately, right? Yeah, probably, yeah. Just immediately wins the Intercontinental title and then trades it in for a world title. <laughs> the way that that works, I mean, for some reason, that's a thing. Yep. If you don't ascend the ranks of NXT, you do well on the main roster. If you make a name for yourself in NXT, the hell with you on Raw and SmackDown. So that's why I... Austin Theory, future world champion, because he didn't get a chance. <laughs> yep. But he and uh, Garza and Andrade lost to Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, and Rey Mysterio in a six-man tag. And I hate how these episodes of Monday Night Raw have been, where it's just like five people for three hours. Yeah, but at least they're new faces. I'm a a fan of Andrade. I'm a fan of Angel Garza. I'm a fan of Austin Theory. But I'm just kind of sick and tired of seeing them be like an hour and a half or two hours worth of the show. Like... I want a little bit of variety here. And by a little bit of variety, I don't mean advertise a triple threat match with Nia Jax, Asuka, and Shayna Baszler and have them brawl. Yeah, and no bell ever rings. And then they did a whole thing where it's like, well, we had this six-man tag, but let's do two of those people against each other later on. Apollo Crews against uh, Andrade. How fucking loud was that slap? Honestly, I don't remember what slap. Really, you don't remember? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank ah. on that. Okay, now I continue talking while I find the video of the slap. <laughs> well, Andrade retains over Cruz. Uh, the referee stopped the match, and they had a whole injury angle thing. Apollo Cruz is out of Money in the Bank, and they're going to replace him on Monday, which means that's one of the reasons why we're not doing Call the Spot this week because we don't know who the other person is, and they're going to do some kind of like a last chance thing, I guess, which. Could be any number of people. We could get Jinder Mahal in there because he returned and he beat Akira Tozawa by pinfall. We could get Andrade in there. We could get Bobby Lashley. Uh, Maybe they throw in AJ Styles. Maybe it's Kevin Owens. It's a wide range of different people that they could put in that match. 
Yeah, I. If I had to guess, I think Andrade just gets it. Uh, before, I was really liking my idea of Brock Lesnar just being on top of the ladder, but it's something out of the roof. But now things have changed, as we'll talk about when we get into SmackDown. So that can't happen. Yeah, apparently. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, also, look, Nia Jax. Look at, that, just... look at that slap. I just had to do. Let's see what we got. Let's go over to Twitter here. And let's get this slap going. On the serve. Opportunity. Hey, how about now? Oh, you want somebody? Okay, all right. Well, you heard that in the podcast because I'm not going to edit that out. Uh, that's a hell of a slap. All right, <laughs> that's a that is a slap. Mm. Um, Nia Jax just goes, "Hey, I'm I'm a heel. Fuck you, Charlie Caruso." So uh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? Liv Morgan beat Ruby Riot, and then afterward just said, I'm going to try to find who I am. That was stupid. And Viking Raiders are going to fight Street Profits in a tag title match next week. Oh, and uh, there was a contract signing. Drew McIntyre slammed Seth Rollins' head, blah, blah, blah. That's nothing really all that great. Is that, like, Raw was kind of disappointing to me. Um, On the SmackDown side of things, it just ended not that long ago. Brian lost to uh, Corbin by DQ. It seems like Baron Corbin and Cesaro and Nakamura are a thing just because Sami Zayn doesn't want to wrestle, I guess. So they're just pairing them up. What do you think about that? It's lazy. It's kind of blah. No, I mean, what do you think about Sami Zayn that one? <laughs> oh. Uh, to each their own. It's a, it's a pandemic. I get it. Yeah, fair enough. But they are going to have a match next week. It's going to be Brian and Gulak and TBA against Cesaro, Nakamura, I love and Corbin. TBA. I don't like TBA as much as Vacant, though. But then again, you can't get anybody. You know, Some people have to get it released. Now, if Sami Zayn stays out, will the title be Vacant or will it be held in a band? <laughs> or will they make an interim championship? That's an option, too. Uh, Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, they're just continuing the whole thing of Braun Strowman tries to cut a promo, Firefly Funhouse happens, but next week they have a face-to-face promo. Woohoo! That's exactly the same. At least they'll be face-to-face, which will be the first time. I don't like that they're going with Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt, not the fiend. They might change it. I don't know. Ah. Maybe it gives them an excuse to lose, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Seamus beat Leon Ruff, who has been working a lot recently. They're yep. really uh, banking on that Leon Ruff. And we're definitely getting a Seamus and Jeff Hardy feud. They did another vignette. Carmella beat Mandy Rose to qualify. Otis beat Dolph Ziggler to qualify. And the Flat Sons beat that. the uh, New Day. I hate that Otis is in this ladder match. I'm cool with it. I like Otis. Oof. What I'm not cool with, though. Yeah, just get to the juice. They're going to do both matches at the same exact time? How the fuck is this going to work? So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. You got an explanation for it? Nope. Uh, How do we even approach live coverage for it? How do you review one match that's the same as another match. How do you... Are there any wrestlers 
that correlate with the other in the mat? Like, are there any males who have a relationship with the females? I don't think so. Because if Mandy and Otis would have gotten in there, then that would have been a thing. But then I would have totally been like, oh, well, Mandy and Otis grab it at the same time or something. I mean, it depends on, I guess, who replaces uh, Cruz, but at least right now, Daniel Bryan has no connection with anybody. Rey Mysterio has no connection with anybody. Aleister Black doesn't have any connection with any of them. Uh, King Corbin's not tied to any of them, and Otis isn't. So Now, they both have to start at the ground floor. Now, well, they start in one sector of the building, and they start in another, because you can't intermingle. And, like, is Nia Jax just going to steamroll all the guys, too? And is she going to grab the men's briefcase? Is that what's, like, their plan? Is to have, like, like Nia and Shayna get the two briefcases and none of the men win? Or is it going to be, like, uh, you know, the Rey Mysterio gets his case and then they just go, all right, well, the, the guys just stand around and don't do anything and the, the women are going to keep wrestling? Or Dana Brooke runs up real quick and she gets it and then it's, like... Asuka's just sort of like, all right, well, what's up, Corbin? Like, you know, just like, the hell this is going to work. It seems like they took a decent enough idea and they said, how do we make it more complicated than it needs to be? And probably stupid. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. I guess they didn't want to do two cinematic matches in the same setting. But it can't coexist. Like, first of all, 12 people, that's not social distancing. Uh, I, I don't know. We, I don't know if we've ever had a situation where two matches have happened at the same time. But if any match ever could, it's these, because the objective is the same. It's just male and female. And, like, are they hanging in the same spot? Does, like... You know, is Aleister Black and uh, Otis going to be fighting up on the top of the thing? And they, like, uh, Lacey Evans and Carmella are like, can you get the fuck out of our way? Because we need to get to our thing. Like, this just seems so weird. And I didn't, I thought that it was a mistake. I thought when Brian said at the same time, whatever, that he meant six men at the same time, six women at the same time. And then uh, they said, no, that's happening at the same time. So. Ugh. I'm not looking forward um. to it. <laughs> I think it's going to be a mistake, but I guess we'll talk about that a little bit more next week when we get into our predictions. And um, other than that, that's all the hot tags that I got. Anything Gun to I'm your missing? head. Gun to your head. Who who gets that woman's case? Gun to your head. Right now. Eight, I, eight I, days I before. Okay. Fair enough. Cause that's, that's the only realistic thing I see. I keep Shayna Baszler as my prediction on like the website and stuff, but I'm like, well, I don't know if that's a means to, to give it to Shayna where she stays relevant and they don't do anything with her for a little bit. And they come back and they do Shayna versus Becky at uh SummerSlam. If there is a SummerSlam, I don't know. <laughs> uh, there is one more hot tag. I do want to talk about. Did you see the tweet from Brian Gewirtz that said, uh, it showed oh, yeah. <laughs> the the planned murder of Hornswoggle 
by way of putting him in a stuff, sack and throwing him in the ocean him or something? In, stuffing him into a pillowcase and throwing him off a bridge. They should have done it. <laughs> no, Tony, it was less than six months after Benoit, and you're saying, let's have him kill his son by throwing him in a pillowcase and just chucking him. Uh, that's right. I forgot about the Benoit thing. All right, never mind. They shouldn't have done it. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> well, right, if you take the Benoit thing out of it, then they should have done it. <laughs> Well, first of all, if Benoit didn't die, they wouldn't need to do it because they would have been too busy working on a Vince McMahon story and death. But, oh my god, I was like, somebody actually suggested this with the note of like, you know, hey, I know it's morbid, but the Mr. McMahon character might just really be fed up and just do this. Like, You know that had to be one of those TV writers. (laughs) Okay, it says Hornswoggle Dilemma, which means they were fucking trying to figure out a way to get rid of Hornswoggle permanently. Like, have Vince say to Hornswoggle like a dog. It doesn't say like a dog. I'm saying like a dog. But have Vince say to Hornswoggle like a dog that we're going for a ride as Vince stuffs Hornswoggle into a pillowcase. Have a camera standing on a bridge and the audience sees Vince throw Hornswoggle out of the window of the limousine and over the bridge railing. Hornswoggle plummets to his death. (laughs) I I know it's morbid and highly unlikely to ever be used, but I think it's something a fed up Mr. McMahon could resort to after trying for so long to get rid of him. Well, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. on one of the more recent episodes of the New Day podcast said that somebody had pitched uh, one of those like swinging pendulum axes that would be like slowly lowering uh, above Vicky Guerrero. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe it's the same dude. <laughs> it's this one writer. It's just like, how do we kill everybody? It's just like, <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, that That's great. I wanted to just share that because. I can't believe they suggested that months after Benoit. And you you got to imagine how much more crazy stuff has been pitched that we don't know about. That we don't know about. <laughs> like, uh, what the fuck? I that's their to... plan for Money in the Bank, <laughs> maybe. To throw a horse I I legitimately would consider somebody potentially falling off the roof. I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to play that. I think but that's then, one of the whole reasons why they keep going like, oh, no, this could happen and they're off the roof and whatever. But then I would assume that that person would be Naya. Why? Because the giant has to fall off the roof. Uh, like the whole like her, like doing the trying to do the arm windmill type thing. Yeah. To I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. And, and Hogan tries to grab her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if that happens, that'll be the best match ever. But we'll find out. We got a, a, a little bit more than a week. May 10th, that's when Money in the Bank happens. So uh, a couple days from now, we're going to get into our predictions for that. And uh, depending on if we keep this same schedule, I don't know what we're going to do. If we're going to do like the hot tags on Friday or Saturday as well because of the whole like uh, sh- pay-per-view thing. So I don't know. We might do something a little bit different. Um, Do you want to do – we could do a Friday night. And then any updates that we have, we can just say it on Friday night. Might be. We're either gonna do. I would assume the like the predictions either on like Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday afternoon. Hot tags, maybe 
maybe Thursday, maybe Friday. We'll figure it out. And, you know, if you are um, subscribed to the channel and if you ring that little notification bell, you'll know when things are up anyway. But, yeah, hot tags. 439. All right. It's only, <laughs> it's not even midnight yet, Ty. Look at that. Getting done a little early. Um, thank you for listening to this, everybody. I did most of my plugs. Uh, Rob's got a couple minutes here that he could do some plugs as well. I have plugs. Um, WrestleZone.com, great wrestling aggregate source. Uh, Fightful.com, less of an aggregate source, more of a direct breaking news source. Very, very cool stuff, such as the uh, revival thing we talked about earlier. Fightful Select, if you got some spare change, donate to it on Patreon. If you're not you know, too busy donating to Tony, we should prioritize because he needs the income. Uh... Yeah. Dude Felice on Twitter and Instagram. I knew I forgot something. It's <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that. There you go. And check me out uh, at Tony Mango, uh, at A Mango Tree, at Fanboys Anonymous, or Fanboys Anon on Twitter. Can you not get all Tony Mango yet? Like... No, I still can't get just regular Tony Mango because there's some, some person who has that from like. Uh, 2008 or something like that and they've like they never tweet but i just can't get it for some reason we should shut their bitch ass down i think we should if you want to help shut their bitch ass down, <laughs> start tweeting at twitter or something i don't know um yeah follow all that stuff all over the place follow smart cat moment at smart cat moment it's smart cat moment for everything over there thankfully if you want to check out my girlfriend's instagram check out creepy underscore caroline yeah there's some cool sculpture stuff there she's cute and she's not paying too much attention to me saying that, but now she's getting a little bit embarrassed <laughs> and trying not to laugh loud enough that the microphone would pick her up. I can tell, but uh, there's also painting. a lot of there's also a lot of Bonnie the uh, the was Boston <laughs> Terrier. Yeah, yeah, dogs yeah. painting, and uh, she made a really good uh, fried egg earlier, so you can find that on there. Yeah, you, you saw the picture. I saw the picture. It's a good fried egg. So, um, fried well. eggs for you. <laughs> Fried <laughs> You'll have some fried eggs. <laughs> uh, she's painting something right now, so that might be posted in the next little bit or something like that. I'm going to keep embarrassing her for a little bit. But um, yeah, check out a bunch of different things. And uh, we will see you next time, everybody. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out.